bomb, bomb. Smokey and the brisket, Nikki and Grizzle eat it. Tell you if it's great or if it's not. Two, three, four. Barbecue in T.O. Toronto. Not what it's known for, but that's where we are, so it'll do. Hello and welcome to Smokey and the Brisket, the podcast where two local morons, 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 there we go, morons, talk about Toronto barbecue. I'm Nikki Ashworth and with me, as always, is Chris Molino and our uh, guest uh, diner today is Jordy Miller. Jordy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, how y'all doing? It's very nice to be here. Uh, Hail from Toronto, Ontario by way of uh, British Columbia, uh, Canada. And uh, I'm a big barbecue fan. I'm, I work in the arts. Um, I work in uh, film and television as well as that. I'm a college professor. I teach drawing and painting and anatomy and whatnot. Um, my hobbies are uh, playing the drums. I enjoy, as I said, barbecue. I enjoy candy floss, long walks on beaches, maybe a little warmer <laughs> than uh, Toronto. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I just love eating. Uh, fun fact. Uh, Jordy actually designed my owl tattoo that is on my left arm. I didn't know that. Uh, it's, yes. a little, it's a little personal, but yes. we, we can let that one slide. <laughs> should we should we put a picture of that no. on the website? No. A little personal, no. but no. we'll let that okay, one slide. We won't, we won't be doing that then. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we were eating at uh, Earl's Court. Uh, Earl's Court Barbecue. Uh, Earl's Court Barbecue by, <laughs> by Pork Ninjas. By Pork Ninjas. That's what their sub name is, I guess. That's what their Instagram name is. Yeah, Pork Uh, Ninjas. Pork Ninjas. Which uh, which, uh, the owner did explain to us prior to the meal that uh, they were looking to rebrand everything to Earl's Court from Pork Ninjas. Yeah, they had originally been a barbecue team that would go out to different barbecue events and win and you know, the prizes yeah. and trophies and whatnot. Yep. Mm. Um, and now they're sort of moving in towards, because it's just, it's basically just the owner and his partner, so they've moved into sort I of... I think they're a long way, may I just segue in here? They're a long way from uh, competitive form. I'm just going to say that to introduce us to the premise. Spoiler of- alert. <laughs> <laughs> They're at 1278 St. Clair Avenue West in Toronto. Uh, telephone number is 647-931-0904. On uh, Instagram, they're at uh, Pork, Pork Ninjas, Ninjas, all one word. Pork Facebook, Ninja. Pork Ninjas, and Twitter, Pork Ninjas. So <laughs> all Pork Ninjas all the way across the social media. And what's our social media, Nikki? Well, get ready, kids. You know, I always tell you to grab your pens and pencils for this because uh, it's convoluted. So here we go. Twitter, it's Smoke Brisket. Instagram, Smoky Brisket Podcast. Facebook, at Smoky Brisket. And our website is smokyinthebrisket.podbean.com. You got it. You said, I did it this time. You said I didn't podbean. Say, I didn't say what do I normally say? Bodpeen. 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 <laughs> I say bodpeen a lot. I had that last year. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't last too long. They <laughs> will be right back. <laughs> so, but I did it. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's let's start off with a little bit about the actual restaurant premise itself, um, which I thought was it's it's one of those like sub basement sub basement yeah. sort of things. You, you go yeah, down some down stairs. Stair. Yeah. Um, um, and I thought it was like pretty standard barbecue type thing. The flames on the walls were maybe a little bit much, but otherwise it was like a standard They were upside place. down Polish To me it was like, like a standard uh, <laughs> upside down Polish food. It, it was like a standard bar to me. I would say less uh, typical Toronto barbecue ambience with the, you know, faux wood and yeah. the normal, like, yeah, was wondering where rockabilly the was. kind of stuff you see around. There was you a know? lot less shit on the wall. There was a lot less shit that. on the wall, but there were a lot of flames on the walls. <laughs> a lot of flames. Well, there was a, a state, lot of paint. state department. 
yeah. award. Yeah. There was, they, that was weird. They got, yeah, they had yeah. A, there They'll was hand a, out anything they had, um, uh, one section where they had all their trophies out from like various events they've competed in and some ribbons as well. Um, the music was great. Oh, the music They was had a really good selection of uh, older rock music. Motown, and, uh, classic some, rock. Yeah, it was, it was a really good mix. There were a lot of times we were all bobbing our heads to what they were playing and even talking about the music. Or singing along. That happened. Take a load off, was, Annie. I can't really see you guys too well, so maybe you want to face me just a little. I feel should a bit alone here. Oh, I feel so much better now. Okay, eye contact. Because y'all be, have beautiful eyes. Aw, thanks. I always kind of thought Christy that my Lito. eyes are like, you know how like babies, they like, their poo is like green sometimes? I've always thought that my <laughs> eyes were baby <laughs> poo, poo green. Baby poo green. You tell me what you know. They're oh, lovely. No. That's what my wife no, says, no. but I don't know. I don't she know does not. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. She says they're lovely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, good. No, okay. No. I, I was like, what? <laughs> Let's be clear on that. That's she a likes my eyes. I marriage think. killer right there. It is, yeah. I think it makes... I love you, baby. Like baby. Your eyes, they're like... Poo. <laughs> they're like baby's poo. Poo green. <laughs> Such a good word. Speaking of the food, so uh, we're well, going to move. Let's, let's, let, let's cover a couple other bases first. Oh, Not no. wheelchair accessible. No. Which is something that In I don't least. particularly care for. Um, there was a side entrance, but still also required stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that yeah. wasn't mm-hmm. great. But everything inside the restaurant was flat. So you didn't have to go downstairs mm-hmm. to get to the, ba- mm-hmm. the, ba- the, the a bit, uh, a bit, a bit. bathroom. That's the word I'm looking yes. for. Yeah. So, uh, so that. Um, but otherwise, fine ambiance and that particular stuff uh the type of barbecue that they served again was i want to say it's not really indicative of any one particular barbecue theme no it there was, was kind some of a, dry a, rub it was there a was grab some... bag of different styles mm-hmm. 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 yeah um so that was i mean i like it to be cohesive but i also like variety so it's kind of hard to say but like if i'm down in the u.s and i go to a barbecue place and it doesn't have a cohesive theme if it isn't one or another of the barbecue types, that I don't care for. But I guess up here in Toronto, we kind of have to live with something being multi-themed, would you say? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because that was the dry rubs, kind of Texas, and the pulled pork was a little bit a little bit north, Carolina. Yeah. It's all southern, but, but it was different. And then those yeah. burnt ends were all, that's totally like Georgia, southern, South Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Very kind saucy. of a, a smoky, sweet sauce. It was a, it was yeah. a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with the ribs. Mmm, ribs. Should I? <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to go I first? Start? Yeah, okay. Nikki, you give us your I'm rating. I want to get my notes. So, get my notes. On ribs. dear listeners, please don't forget that uh, our uh, ratings are in a scale of one to ten. One being not that, food. That's not really food. Yeah. Uh, ten being uh, a a, 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 a pseudo orgasmic experience. Transcendence. A gastronomic floating, delight. Floating over the skies of yes. Toronto. Yeah. Yes. On exactly. a pillow Absolutely. of perfection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. A pillow of perfection. Yeah. And uh, uh, and it's 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 one to ten dirty used napkins. Nice. I like. I made it. that sound way too sexual. It's usually just dirty used napkins. Yeah. I think I used. Let's say the use. Yeah. That's not the okay. word dirty together. <laughs> You're so dirty. dirty. Okay, so we're doing ribs first. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, as you guys... Well, actually, Jerry wouldn't know this necessarily. Uh, ribs are one of my favorite things in barbecue, and I, I really like to judge ribs as the the you know the jewel of what somebody does. So if, if they do amazing ribs, even if everything else isn't the greatest, if the ribs are good, I'm really, really happy. Um, so that being said, these ribs were a little tricky for me. <sighs> this is... <sighs> I'm uh, I'm gonna give him a six. Yeah. Um, 
and I, to be honest, I was considering a five. Um, there are reasons why I think it's more fair to give them a six rather than right in the middle. Um, I found the ribs quite dry. They were definitely going for a dry rub style. I mm -hmm. get that. They weren't sticky, moist ribs. They weren't covered in sauce. That's not what they were trying to go for anyway. Um, they had a pretty substantial bark on the top. They were very, very dark uh, and black on the top. They peeled off the bone easily and kind of accidentally. Um, I bit into one and I ended up skinning the whole thing in one go accidentally. Um, it wasn't very fatty. It was my piece of rib was very, very lean. Uh, so it didn't have that great, you know, the consistency I look for. The flavor wasn't quite there for me because it was lacking in so much juiciness because it was so dry. Uh, for me, um, it had a very subtle flavor. I didn't find them particularly smoky for me. Um, I tried it with one of the sauces. Uh, which one was it? It was the uh, the Kansas City Sweet. I thought was a really nice pairing with it. Has a little bit of heat. Uh, really enjoyed that pairing, and it also kind of moistened it up for me. But um, this this wasn't my favorite thing. I gotta say. That's fair, Jordy. Your take on the old ribs there? Yeah, I would I would I would say exactly the same thing. That it was uh, fairly dry, good bark pulled the entire thing came off pretty much you in too. one yank. yeah yeah i had the same the thing. back was completely sealed and burned yeah the back um, was was that's right yeah, it was completely gorgeous. sealed but that's would just you call the cut. It a six as well that's just the cut i'm going five okay because i think actually i would even go four because i think um i agree with nikki i think ribs ribs are something that when you do at home you're going to put a lot of time into so going out for great ribs is really cool because you know that somebody's taken a lot of time they've whatever technique they use and there's that's another conversation whether it's parboiled or you know there's great uh south asian techniques asian techniques there's great southern american techniques i know some places in toronto that have ribs that i think are shocking they they were they were just ribs i would if they were at a friend's place i i would tell them they're great but i would have a little bit and we, if I thought of ordering something again, it would never be those ribs. I agree. Right. Yeah, I don't think it, and I think, unfortunately, at barbecue, I think ribs should be the number one perfect item because it's the fussiest. We Even, generally say that ribs and brisket are usually the two things. That's that what we'll, we most, yeah, ribs and brisket. Well, that's what we rate things yeah. on. Right? Yeah. Fact, if, if, there's a, if there's a barbecue restaurant in Toronto that does not have both of those items, but I'll go to Jewish brisket yeah. in Montreal. Like, I'll go to Schwartz's. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, Schwartz's is, is perfection. So, you've, Southern barbecue or barbecue uh, brisket should be a similar degree of oh my god, mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, and and so but you don't get ribs at Schwartz's, so the ribs should be that cultish. They should be that devoted to making those smoky, greasy, yummy. So would yeah. you say a five or a six uh, officially? I'm gonna go for a five You're officially. Go five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not, uh, but I appreciate you know the the the. I thought the flavor was okay, but as I said, if I just sat down, didn't come in to get any. Uh, smoke on my on my nose or anything, but if somebody handed them to me outside, I probably wouldn't taste much. Right. Yeah. I'm going to give them a seven, but that's primarily because I really like the dry rub. I really like the flavor of the dry rub, and mm -hmm. I do like a dry rib, but not... I don't like dry ribs, 
but I do like the dish that is served as the dry rib. I don't know, you can get them at a lot of places as an appetizer, usually a very small bite-sized type thing, and I do like that, and this kind of reminded me of that, but that's not necessarily a good thing. Mm -hmm. But I did find that the flavor of the dry rub was excellent. Everything else about it was pretty much mediocre as far as ribs go. Mm -hmm. So the only thing really that saved it for me was that dry rub. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think next we should probably talk about the brisket. Ooh, do you want to go first with the brisket then? Uh, no, Jordan, you go first. What do you think of the brisket? Uh, I thought the brisket was, I uh, would have cut it a little bit thicker. Uh, I wouldn't have mm -hmm. let it cool. Um, even when cooking that, the, the rest period, I think they got, you got to cover it up. You got to hold it together so that when you're serving it, you've got everything. Just, I, I mean, the delis in Montreal will do it. Um, these guys kind of, it, it, it had good flavor. To me, it had a lot more flavor than the ribs. It did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree. And I do agree with you about the dry rub. I should have mentioned that. I didn't take his copious notes because I'm frankly not as intelligent as you are. But <laughs> no. uh, in my own special way, I have a sense of uh, how to cook an egg. Or... Anyways, so um, no, I thought the, uh, the brisket was better, marginally better, but I would have cut it. Um, uh, it's an event. Barbecue is an event. And that's why I love mm -hmm. what you guys are doing because I think, thank you. Um, great, you know, a great night of barbecue is all, not all something I have. Eating. It's but it's a ton of work to put together, and it's a ton of work to keep it even. And uh, it's not like they were packed. You know, they don't have a million people in there, and they're no. slamming through. So when you when you get the stuff coming out, it's really it, we're lucky that it was warm. But then, really, when we tucked into it, it was cold. So it, that brisket was kind of um, a, a little bit. It had great flavor. There was some nice moisture, but it was a little, they were kind of like little thin, uh, you know, frozen dinner pucks. Like I would have preferred a little shreddy and kind of a little heavier. Uh, what, what number Yeah. would you give it? What rating? You know what? I would give them a seven, seven or eight. Yeah. Maybe an eight. Okay. Okay. I, I got to give them something. I feel bad about the last, but yeah. I'm going seven. Yeah, uh, the piece that I had, or the two pieces that I had, uh, were a little bit dry in a couple places, mm -hmm. but sometimes that's going to happen, which is why I'm only giving it a seven. But what I would say is that the fat was rendered really well throughout, at least in the yeah. parts that I had. Nice cut. Uh, I did like the bark. I thought it was a good, nice bark, but not as hard as I would like. It was. Just, it looked like it was hard bark, but it was really actually quite soft. And I know, I know, nobody wants bark to be really hard, but it, it could have used a little bit more crunch in the bark. Yeah, a thicker, a, a thicker cut. Yeah. And the proper, you know, electric knife, thicker cut with some more bark. Just a little bit of those flavors. And, yeah. and what brings me back to that, and we'll talk about it a little bit more later when we get there, was the burnt ends also did not have enough crispiness in their bark as well. And that yeah. especially should be something that you get in a burnt end. You know what they were? Burnt ender tots. Ah. <laughs> burnt ender tots. Uh, burnt ender tots. It's good. It's a good mm -hmm. one. I like that. I went, I went to high that. school with him. Aww, Bert Tender Tots? Bert Tender Tots. No? No, you didn't go to high school He never did Bert? have children, sadly. I did not. Uh, so I'm, just I'm, shaking I'm giving it a seven. I'm just like, <laughs> Nikki, you um, lunatic. So yeah, seven for me on the brisket. Nick? Okay, brisket for me. Oh, again, guys, I, I, I feel badly, but uh, this mm -hmm. didn't really jive with me either. You know, it's, uh, as Chris said earlier, there's two things we're really gonna... That reminded me of the Pac-Man noise. Is that what you're doing? The when he dies. That's what it sounded like. Sorry. Um, using uh, you know, when he, yeah, yeah. he disappears. Yeah. Um, sorry. I, I should do that when you give your number. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not a good number, you can make the no. background. Can I do the effects yeah. for the numbers? Oh, sure. Yeah. We might even great. have you like, maybe we will at the end of this session, we'll have you record them so that like we can use them later. Like a foley artist. Yeah. No, that's a great, great idea. Actually. I mean, actually. It, uh, 
the the eight bit sounds from the old video games are really what oh. they were able to do. What they were able, the ideas they were able oh, yeah. to get across with yeah, eight yeah, bits yeah, of yeah, sound yeah. is pretty <laughs> impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- this brisket for me. Um, to be fair, I will say that the the last meal that Chris and I had as part of the podcast was at Beach Hill, and yeah, there you go, and yeah. and Beach Hill. <laughs> had an amazing brisket. It was one of the best briskets I've ever had. And so I think to be fair to them, I am comparing my most recent brisket experience to today's brisket experience. And I think when you're up against such a a big league brisket, you know, that I was really impressed by, I'm trying to keep that in mind. You might uh, also subconsciously be just comparing it to all of your brisket experiences, which is what we should be doing. Well, no, so I don't am. feel, don't I feel mean, too I am, bad about that. I am that. to an extent. I think everything you guys said, I agree with in terms of the bark could have been thicker. I think that the, the pieces themselves were cut quite thin. Yeah. Um, I found it kind of lukewarm. Could have been warmer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something I noticed. Um, that it wasn't, you know, you don't expect it like flaming hot or anything like that. But the temperature was kind of tepid. Mm-hmm. And that surprised me because normally when I'm eating barbecue, I'm not even thinking of temperature. It doesn't even cross my mind. No, like, you shouldn't. hey, this is cold or this is too hot. We all but noticed in, though. But in this case, cool. yeah, I yeah. noticed it and I was like, oh, this is kind of cold. So as a result of that, what happens? The fat the texture of the fat changes too because it's not as warm so it has a completely different texture it starts to get harder right so i found that as a result of that the brisket wasn't as enjoyable um the very first piece i had was the end like the first piece of the the little row and it was a very lean piece it didn't really have any fat on it at all oh okay and so my first piece it i found that it had quite a hard texture and I, I genuinely didn't think it was very good. And I thought, no, no, you know why? It doesn't have any fat. I got to go for a fattier piece. So then I took a second piece. Um, it had a better texture to it, but it didn't have that kind of silkiness that I look for in, in, in like a textured brisket. It was kind of rough. Hmm. Um, the flavor was there, though. And I think that's what saves it for me was the, the flavor. Um, so I'm going to give it a six. Okay, that's fair. Uh, next up, I'm going to suggest we do the pulled pork. How do you feel about that? Pulled pork, everybody? I like that. Pulled, yeah. I'm going to hand it over to you. Do you want to go? Start, yeah, I'll go yeah, first. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the pulled pork a six, and I'm kind of leaning towards a five, but I'm going to say six. It was kind of uninspired. It was a mediocre pulled pork. Uh, it did have the right consistency. I will give it that. Like, it wasn't mush like some, you know, crappy mass-produced pulled pork can be, um, but... It, it, it just, there wasn't a tremendous amount of flavor there. I didn't really get as, as much smoke out of it um, as I would have liked. And the reason why I give it a six and not a five is because it did pair well with the sauces, especially that mustard, that mustard the sauce. Carolina. Yeah, I thought it, it, it was a Sigourney. Well, I wouldn't call it a Sigourney. A true Sigourney. It was a sub-Sigourney. What's an, act, what's an actress who's like a second-rate Sigourney Weaver? Working girl. Um... Uh, second-rate Sigourney. Second-rate Sigourney. Oh, she's the Latino. Uh, what's her name in Aliens? Like Deborah, Deborah Winger. Is she a second-rate yeah, Sigourney Weaver? So what was it? Deborah Winger. That's terrible. Deborah Winger is never going to hear this, but if she did, she's going to be like, yeah, pretty Winger. sure. Didn't she win an Academy Award? I don't know. Who knows? I think she did. Anyways, <laughs> in terms of poor Deborah. Deborah Winger. I'm sorry. We love you, Deborah Winger. In terms of it's not a Deborah Winger. You're not a second-rate Sigourney Weaver, and we love you. Anyways, it was it was a good. Those two flavors were a good pairing, and I thought they went well together. Uh, but I like the mustard sauce in general, so I was not really mm-hmm. saying. Much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nikki, what did you think of the pulled pork? 
I feel like I'm being such a bummer tonight. I just well, no, you're being you're oh, honestly God. representing your feelings on the matter. I so know. I just go ahead. You know, I, 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 I want like to. I want to be. I want to be good news. Um. So the pulled pork was a five for me. Wow. Yeah. Look <laughs> at the same time. Wow. <laughs> the pulled pork was Trombone a five. Of despair. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I'm gonna explain why. Um, okay, what it had going for it, as Chris mentioned, it wasn't mealy little shreds of pork. It was more chunks, uh, like rips of pork, is what I would call it. Like, it wasn't quite pulled pork. It was more like thicker, chunky bits of pork. Um, so it created an interesting texture. Not normally what I would look for in a pulled pork, but I actually didn't mind the variance in texture. I thought that made it kind of interesting. But um, it didn't have a lot of flavor. It was just like a very um, pure porky blandness. Like the bad kind of pork taste. Bland. Like when, when people... The I think I tried to give this example a couple weeks ago in terms of when I talk about bad porky flavor versus good porky flavor. I don't know if you've ever been to like a, a pig roast at somebody's house where somebody with good intentions, uh, you know, got a pig and they're like, I'm going to cook this all day and it's going to be great. It's and they called the great state of Hawaii. And they don't, and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And then you eat it and you're like, all you taste is just pork. Like there was no other seasoning or flavors or thought put into it. That's kind of how I felt about the pork. Um, I do feel that the sauces, which I thought were, were really good, I genuinely liked all their sauces, that really helped. Um, but the flavor on its own without sauces, unfortunately for me, just didn't go anywhere. So I'm, I'm, I, f I feel bad, but it was a five for me. That, no, but that's entirely fair. For backup of uh, what we were saying earlier, uh, and then we'll get on to, to Jordy's rating on the pulled pork, uh, both Sigourney Weaver and Deborah Winger have been have nominated for three Academy Awards, oh. but neither of them have, have won. Good Academy research, though. Award. Thank you for that well, exciting bit of information. You're welcome. And as Nikki would often say, the ladies are doing it for themselves. I, I say it all the time. <laughs> all the time. In, on the way here, in the car. It's I almost, said it at least twice. Yes. Yeah. They're working nine to five, and they're doing it for themselves. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think, Jordi, of the pulled pork? Um... I'm I'm just dazzled by Nikki's ability to put it all uh, clearly into words. I'm very impressed. No, oh, thank you. And I'm still thinking about the same stuff. Um, I uh, it's an Eastern style, Eastern style of barbecue, um, and I agreed that it wasn't mincy, sugary gack. It had a nice like there were a couple crispy, bigger pieces on top. It kind of looked like a real pulled pork prepared properly. We're talking about prep too, and like the brisket, you can't. You know, bringing out in little perfectly shaved pieces. It was it was so firm that you could cut it thin. But a brisket shouldn't really end up that way. There should mm. be some. It should be breaking down, and um, and you have to have some prep, some kind of marinade or something that you're doing with it to sort of hold that moisture. So their prep is maybe not my favorite. Um, with the pulled pork, I think the prep was actually a little better. But I agree, there was no flavor. So the eastern sauce, that um, cider vinegar sauce. That's kind of what you would drench it with. But unless you're pulling it off the pit and shredding it and keeping it super hot, which is probably what that other place is doing, um, where you're really turning it over, if it sits for a while and cools down and the fluid 
starts moving you lose the juices then yeah it's it's like dry tuna or yeah, something it just yeah. doesn't make sense and it was also that's a good uh, analogy sorry yeah. to interrupt oh Nikki, no sorry the dry tuna that's a good analogy, that is a good analogy. let's remember that no yeah. we should that's a good thank you for that so charlie Hashtag so we're tuna. saying <laughs> we're saying it was a bit charlie it was a bit so, charlie or something else yeah, there was a bit charlie yeah. um too um, much fluid dropped oh, too much moisture dropped and but and heat yeah, I forgot yeah. to mention that it was also kind of a similar tepidness. Almost, to almost me, room they made everything yesterday. Like I just don't feel like that was coming off of a larger piece. I'm the, maybe the wrong person to ask this about because mm-hmm. I have always, ever since I was a young kid, hated piping hot food, piping oh. hot coffee, piping hot drinks. I have never liked that. So f- for me, hot. this was this was comfortable, but I could totally tell. That it was colder. Yeah, Nikki I knows this. Yeah, when, for sure. when meals come out for us to eat, when we're doing this show and otherwise when we're hanging out, I usually wait a little bit before I start eating because I don't like super hot food. Yeah, and we were we were yakking but and I, having a drink. And, but I could you know, no, but I could absolutely yeah. tell that it was not as warm as other food that we'd been served. So I, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just noticeable, right? I, like it's something yeah. where you were like, oh. You know, and it, like I said, I would never normally pick up on something like that. You're probably talking during my time. But anyway, um, <laughs> so what I was saying, no, I, I think, though, it should come to the table and you should decide when you're going to eat it. Like if you're going, oh, quick, it's going to get cold. That's kind of how I cook occasionally if I'm too busy and I'm trying to do everything in a kitchen. But yeah, yeah the kitchen prep and the control of what is their, they have one job. Um, the control of their one job is not in under control. They're... They're resting things, but then they're waiting and reserving it. Yeah. If you rest it, that's the time. I don't think it's they were bleeding heat juice. Like I didn't taste any heat. No, they weren't nuked or anything. I think yeah. they just. Yeah, maybe... no, I don't think it was anything like that. Yeah, no. it was just a little. They're not doing the turnover that would merit a hot, a hot and um, really moist piece. Time so, sensitive piece. Uh, uh, Toronto's <laughs> a bit weird about pulled pork though, because people, uh, like southeastern food and southwestern food are not the same southwestern if you don't have that barbecue sauce with it i'll stop touching things um <laughs> then it's uh, um, then it's clearly uh problematic for them whereas if you eat in the east like as wilbur's the place i was talking about goldsboro north carolina if you're in the area um it's uh where's goldsboro near to is that like raleigh durham or raleigh durham yeah raleigh you durham. leave raleigh durham i've done it a few times actually uh i'll segue and then we'll get right back to it but really the best barbecue and the most sought after barbecue there is that style, um, which is uh, the kind of cider vinegar uh, with the super uh, crispy um, pulled pork, not over shredded. It's just gently shredded um, so that there's enough uh, area and heat for the liquid to kind of pull into it. And um, they have the big pits and it's done constantly like they're it's just a constant turnover so you're having fresh hot meat as it goes through mm-hmm. um i i have been there twice and um the second time i was staying with divers from canada north carolina and Beaufort on the coast so we would stop on the way the first time i went there i went to the raleigh durham art museum which is unbelievable because i knew they had andrew wyeth stuff that i wanted to see and there was a sunday brunch concert and it was the chocolate drops you guys know the Carolina <laughs> chocolate drops? So, I've heard of them, but I don't know much about them. Yeah, people in your audience will go, are you kidding? And I talked to them. Rihanna Giddens, who's a brilliant, brilliant musician. Um, I'll, I'll tell you about them later. But uh, they broke that year in Canada. 
but they were just doing a brunch thing and I was knocked out. It's an all black um, bluegrass, but sort of, uh, and with a bit of, Rihanna Giddens is, is black and Choctaw Indian. So mm. uh, they do the Indian um, singing as well. Like it was just oh, cool. mind I've never heard of them before. It was no, so I've heard good. of them, but I don't know. I, I Watch the documentary Rumble. Okay. Rumble. Watch, I'll tell you about it after, but I... Rumble and you'll see Rihanna Giddens playing... Uh, playing Indian style banjo, which happened oh, before cool. the blues. Yeah. So it was sort of pre blues into huh. blues, but at any rate, so, and then I went straight with my friends, uh, finally met up with them from the airport and went to, uh, Goldsboro to go to Wilbur's eight lots. And then, um, went to Beaufort, North Carolina, and there was lots of barbecue around and, um, grouper grouper is the fish yeah. you eat down there, fried grouper yeah. and sweet tea or just iced tea or sweet tea. You want sweet tea, baby? And there's more sugar, you'll die. If you're diabetic, you're never coming home. Oh, I yeah. love sweet tea. Yeah. Sweet tea is fantastic. It's great. Yeah. So you have this, everything is extreme down there. Yeah. And um, they're, but barbecue, weirdly enough, it's not about uh, eating like a massive platter, like a jumbo burger and a, like I find I can't taste the differences between things if you're eating too much. We ate yes. a lot tonight, but you should have a little and go, oh, wow. Well, I mean, if you oh, want to be wow. able to pick up the nuances of the things, you can't yeah. be stuffing your face. You gotta yeah. be. Yeah. It's gotta be careful consideration as you eat. I think that's so. I for this one, I'd give it a six. Six on the pulled yeah, pork. Yeah, because the pulled pork. You know, again, you got one job, one job. Everything here sort of missed, but it was okay. It yeah. was a. It was fun eating it, but we have we haven't touched on the 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 worst part or the best part yeah. of the pulled pork or of the, the worst meal. part of the best part of the meal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so. I'm going to go off the beaten track away from meat towards what was for me the worst part of the meal. Yeah. And maybe it'll be for you as well, but the cornbread. Yeah. I'm going to give the cornbread a five, and I think I might be being a little bit generous with that. I'm going um, three. It was, wow. Um, it was overcooked. Uh, it was dry. Um, the it was only burn. The only thing that it had going for it was it did taste like cornbread. Nicely said. Yeah. So <laughs> I know this was milk at one point. Yeah. Right. That's called college. So maybe I should say it's a four. It's a four, it's a five, whatever yeah. you want to call no, it. No, it was unservable. Uh, I would eat it. Well, I'm, fair enough. Uh, I, obviously, all these things being subjective. If I was back there again and eating, and I would go back to this restaurant. I will say yeah, that. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, I, I would eat the cornbread again because it's nice to have that as like a drier thing to eat while you're having all these other things. Um, but I was not particularly pleased with the cornbread and it would have been nice to have a side of butter to put on it or something like that to at least make it a little bit more palatable um but i guess what well, yeah let's go right to jordy and tell us the cornbread so you're saying a three on the cornbread well to me we're at a restaurant so if i met my buddies i don't i don't give a shit about the food you know i'm there like here i don't if you serve me the worst coffee i've ever had i'm happy it's my fave um but at a restaurant when we're paying and it wasn't inexpensive it was a well-priced but it certainly was an expensive Still meal barbecue for a prices, people. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So when you're charging for cornbread, and cornbread's a staple in maybe 300 uh, bakeries in Toronto, um, I can tell you, I mentioned Farm Boy's cornbread is moist and gorgeous. It was burned. It was charred on the outside. Yeah. So it, once you char it, there's never going to be any moisture. There's no, just, no, no. Even if you reheat it with butter, it's still going to be like butter on sand, you know? So I wasn't, it didn't <laughs> really do it for me. Butter on yeah. sand. And I ate a piece of it. Like we, we each had a serving of pretty much everything. So, mm -hmm. um, but it was my low light. So, um, yeah. You know how like really old grandmas and grandpas 
like white ones mainly will like talk about some terrible thing that they had to eat when they were a kid toast on or mm-hmm. sand on yeah. butter or butter, butter on, on sand, sand that's rather. what that sounds like yeah, it sounds yeah. like we're way mm-hmm. our children we mm-hmm. are butter on sand, sand. <laughs> <laughs> my, mama, my mama called them butter sandwiches <laughs> but they were made of sand <laughs> she emphasized the sand part of the sandwich <laughs> I don't know what accent that was supposed to be. I'm being inspired. Kind of I'm sudden. being inspired by Jordy, but I'm doing a very bad job. It was a, it was <laughs> giving it was an accent. You, you did a good job. What do you uh, think? The cornbread. Um, it's funny because while I I'm with you on it, I wasn't as um, angry. Angry. <laughs> it's not that you're angry. No. But I I would give it a five. I would give it a five. Yeah. And unlike the meat. I actually don't hesitate giving this a five. I don't. I don't feel the same morality giving it a five. I'm like, I'm a bad person. No, this this was a five. This really was a five cornbread. I feel it was justified as a five. Um, it was burned on the bottom, black on My, the bottom. Mine was scorched. It, it was what I would call if you do any cooking, they refer to that usually as for the pan, which is you know if you're making a pancake. But remember, so- I had a corner piece, so it it was charred on. On all sides. Uh, one, two, oh, three, you're right. Four okay, sides. see, I had a middle Completely piece. Completely blackened. I yeah. had a middle piece, so mine was only bad on the bottom. So you probably right. got extra. Um, Maybe side. we feel But it was for the pan. Like I feel like if <laughs> if I had made that myself, I would have gone, oh crap, I ruined it, and I probably would have carved off the top and eaten that because I still made it, and I don't yeah, want to throw it top. out. Yeah. I'm not just going to throw. But remember, food. it is a restaurant. But no, it's a restaurant, and I just yeah. feel like if, if I had made that menu. in a professional setting, I would have been, oops, I should do that again or give them another one. Hence it wouldn't three. have been good enough for... It's not just part of the menu. It's also a it's barbecue a staple. staple. It's a staple, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, we've been to a couple places that didn't serve cornbread, and a couple places that didn't serve beans, and a couple places that didn't serve mac and cheese, and we were like, that. these are... That's not... How you can't call it a barbecue restaurant. Yeah, they did have a, a bunch things. of random items like, on that. Come menu, on, right? I mean, it wasn't Breakwall, which again we enjoyed Breakwall, but Breakwall because it's in the beaches and they're probably catering to a bunch of beachy different groups. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> talking yeah. about. If you female. don't do it, you're in toast in Toronto. You have to. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, we get the diversification. Like why sometimes you have to do that. If you want to sell a quinoa salad, that's fine, but you also have to do you also have to do the other stuff and. and Dear listeners, you did not, uh, but uh, Jordy's stealing some of Nikki's water. It's okay. Uh, this is a major studio faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. It doesn't matter. Uh, all right, well, let's move on from the cornbread, which was the worst part of the meal for me. Jordy, can I, can, can, would you all, was, is that what you meant when you were thinking worst, worst, worst part of the meal, or was there, or do we have an even worse? Well, to me, you got one job. So if I get my window replaced, my windshield in my car, and it's loose, I'm not saying anything more. Right. Fair enough. Uh, okay. So uh, let's go back to meat and talk about El Pork Belly. Uh, Nikki, what did you think of the pork belly? Which we actually got two servings of, so we, we couldn't did. have eaten that yeah. much. Um, the pork belly didn't come with the original platter that we got. We ordered yeah. it separately. Uh, we got three generous pieces. Um, it was a genuine slab of pork belly, a thick slab. I've actually never seen that much pork belly served as as like one entity like a slab of pork belly you know you see these like little whoa well that's i i just mean that as a no 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 i heard what was that oh i heard a noise it was it was one of the uh oh my god you know what that sounds like it sounds like the um microsoft opening 
music. Can I, can I just do from this? 1983? Um, and now featuring <laughs> ketchup. It did. Sorry, I honestly thought that was an electronic noise, and I thought you like hit a button to make like a, a sound in, effect. In fairness, one of the guys who we were talking about just before we started recording, Ben Burt, literally uses the noises of of things like that. Really? To do all sorts of, like, R2-D2-E noises and, and oh, yeah. X remember okay. noises and things. This, this is going to sound bad shit, but you know what I thought you did? What I genuinely thought that me, noise was? It? No, I know, that noise, but you yeah. know what I thought it was? I thought you, and I'm pointing to Chris right now as I'm saying this, I thought Chris, for some reason, was playing... This is gonna sound like a sound effect? So fucking, no, beyond that, I thought you were playing Sail Away by Enya. You know the, oh, the, that's the, deep cut. Do you hear that pitch? That, I it's swear, that, that's what I thought. But do you see where sail I'm going? Away, sail away, sail away. <laughs> At any moment, Stone Skarsgård is going to come in here <laughs> with a half-naked Daniel Craig and start... Doing stuff doing. I don't understand, but I fully agree with what you Have you not going. seen the American, the David Fincher girl with the dragon tattoo? Oh, I have, yeah. Yeah, so that's Stone Skarsgård. Uh, I just didn't Daniel know Craig. that they had that music in there. <laughs> you know, rubbing the table. I thought this was just a very... <laughs> rubbing the table is just as bad is as it? the coffee cup noise and the twanging of the... I'm sorry. <laughs> Drummers, drum, this is what a drummer is like when they're yeah. relaxing. Yeah. You hear them breathe. But you also hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. my, I, I my sister would say, Enough! <laughs> so I told you that I went to school. Uh, so I told you that I work for a software company, but I went to school for radio broadcasting. So audio recording is a little bit of passion. <laughs> it's fine. It's all very funny. We made a good joke out of it. I'm never I, got, back. I totally lost my train of thought because of the Enya. Where were we? What we were talking, talking about, about the pork belly. It was a big, oh, the pork, generous yes, big slab. It was a generous yeah. slab. Yes, yes. I was going to say. Uh, you know, I just had ramen last week, and my ramen had a little tiny, modest, little, you know, pork belly little bit, right? Yeah, please. But I, <laughs> but I, this was, this was different. It was really, a, like, a very generous portion, and I've never eaten pulled pork like that before. Almost mm. like a pork medallion style, like. It's almost like a pork chop. It was like a steak, like pork yeah, chop. Pork, pork steak. steak. It was, it was big, right? So, um. I thought this was actually pretty good because, well, first of all, I'd never eaten something like that before where I've had like a, a really sizable portion of pork belly where I could really, really taste the flavor profile. Um, it was also not warm enough. And unfortunately, this is the theme I'm going to keep talking about. And again, because it wasn't warm enough for me, I felt that the fat... And of course, it's ample fat. It's pork belly. It's mostly fat. But it is called belly. Yes, it was. It was kind of getting a little bit congealy for me. It could have been softer, more <sighs> buttery. Mm. And if it was warmer, mm -hmm. I think it would have done that. Mm -hmm. um, it came with a little splattering of the Carolina sauce on top of it. So all three pieces that we received had a very small little edging of the of the Carolina sauce. Um, I thought it was. Um, more than anything interesting, I've never eaten something like that before. It's very, very rich, obviously, because you're eating a slab of pork belly. I thought it was good. It was actually, for me, one of the better meat um, things that I ate there, meat-based dishes. I would give it... I would give it a seven. All right. Yeah. I'm going to give the pork belly an eight. I thought that the fat, especially in the second serving that we got... It was, was warmer. It was warmer. It was, it was really warmer. well rendered throughout... 
Um, I thought that the bark had a great flavor. I really enjoyed the fat. I, I hesitated at first when I tried it the very first piece, which I was, I think, the second thing that I ate, so it probably would have been at its warmest at that point. I was hesitating thinking that maybe it was a nine. As I ate it more, it sort of dropped off in its in its quality, but uh, or rather my estimation of its quality. Um, but yeah, I would give it an eight. Um, I really liked it with that mustard. That, mm-hmm. that uh, the Carolina sauce. Yeah, the Carolina yeah. mustard that Nikki was just mentioning. I thought it was really good with that. I mean, that I I would probably I would consider buying that that mustard sauce as an as an actual. Um, you know, standalone product in a jar. Like I would, I would buy that. Uh, but yeah, the uh, I'd give the pork belly an eight. I don't really have much more to say about it than than, than what Nikki said. Um, but I would definitely order that again if I went back to that restaurant for sure, for sure. Jordy? Yeah, I'm right. I'm right with you. I'd give it an eight, um, but only the second serving because I thought, well, let's get some more of this and see if it's the same product and if it's any good. And the second one was was hot. It was better. And the the fat was the way you want it to be, as mm-hmm. you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it was good. I've had um, a better, more interesting, but um, I liked it a lot. And I agree with you that sauce. I think nobody heard me, but I said, I wonder if they sell this because that was a really good sauce. That, oh, I didn't um, hear you say that. Yeah, cider and mustard. I don't. I was trying to figure out what was in there, and I was almost going to ask them, but uh, there's some spice that I can't could yeah. not put my finger. It was on. really good. It, it was. was. Like their it. sauces yeah. were excellent. Oh, yeah. I thought all three of their house sauces mm-hmm. yeah. were very good, and yep. they were sauces I would buy yep. if they were available in a grocery store or like a little independent grocer mm-hmm. where they sold them, you know, in small bottles privately i would buy it it was really yeah. good the and the hot sauce wasn't too crazy it was just yummy and yeah it was yeah. it was sweet mm-hmm. and uh then it mm-hmm. had some heat it was it was very yeah, well and balanced the, the kansas city the thicker of the of the sauces was nice bold flavor but nice like well-rounded it, it didn't go in one particular direction with flavor too much uh and i i really did i really did enjoy that one as well um one thing I would will say is that pork belly, apparently, according to the gentleman who runs the restaurant, is a superfood, along with, you know, like, things like acai berries and so forth. I don't buy that for one minute, but mm-hmm. apparently it is. Nikki, what else do we know about pork belly? It's high in vitamin D. So, you know. That's what I learned today. I feel like if I, if I go to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I feel Sail like... Away. <laughs> I feel like if I go to my doctor and he's like, you're not getting enough vitamin D. And then I go, I'm going to go get some pork. I feel like that's not. <laughs> I don't need sunshine. I don't I think need he's, pork. I don't think. The I just need a serving of pork belly brought to my bed. A warm, but I can't leave the bed. I need the pork bellies. Maybe a bathtub of pork fat. Pork belly. And then what's the, what's the worst possible food that you can eat that has lots of vitamin C in it so that you don't get scurvy? I mean, like, oranges is obvious, but oranges are good for you. Like, what's a terrible thing that has lots of vitamin The vitamin C, C vitamins that you have to chew. <laughs> yeah, I think I would agree. <laughs> Those are the worst. <laughs> the chalky ones that try to yeah. taste like orange, but they're not. Yeah, they used to be. The uh, life brand ones, like the ones that are yeah. even, like the generic version. <laughs> yeah. Those are the worst. They're so gross. Rexall. Yeah, they're There's got to be something, though. There's got to be, like, a, something like I don't know, like panko crust or something is high in vitamin C or something. <laughs> But I like Just bring me panko crust. <laughs> Just gonna eat a bowl of panko crust. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to the sausage, which I think we have some very differing opinions on the sausage. I want to start with Nikki and her opinion. Okay, Nikki. Um, this, the, okay, <laughs> funny thing about the sausage was when I was, you know, thinking about the meal on the way home, I kind of forgot about it. 
It's like you just reminded me now. Oh yeah, we had I sausage. ate sausage. I honestly yeah. kind of forgot because I think I've been so focused on the things that didn't work. I kind of in a way forgot about the things that maybe worked for me. Um, <laughs> it's interesting with the sausage because I don't want to use the word indifferent, but I just used it. So I, I guess I'm gonna have to own it. Um, and what I mean by indifferent is I wasn't upset. I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> But I wasn't like, holy crap, this is amazing. It was just a happy little sausage for me. Uh, it was very, very lean. Um, I could have done with maybe more fat in it. However, I liked the flavor because it didn't have as much fat. It wasn't as soft and as juicy. Um, it didn't have the, the texture I would have preferred in a sausage. But I thought the flavor was quite good. Um, I don't know how to describe the flavor. I'm not really sure what was in there, um, but I, I did like it. So I, I was okay with it. I'd, I'd give it a seven. Okay. Yeah. Not, Jordy? not a transcendent sausage. Um, I think indifferent is a good way to put it. And, and you're absolutely right. Some sausages not smoked, like fake smoked, mm -hmm, smoked yeah, flavor are, are still full of fat and maybe whatever commercially the cheese spitting in your face you ever take those camping and you're like oh jesus they, yeah <laughs> yeah that can be really horrible yeah. actually yeah so dry sausage is is cool um i've had lots of great and you know we were talking about venison different kinds of sausage where even when you add fat it still comes out a little drier than usual i think what's happening is there to, to me it's not about the product that i'm eating it's about their prep i don't think they consciously know what moisture level that sausage has i think they just make it and they're indifferent so that kind of made me a little bit less enthusiastic. Sausage um, is another art form. Like you, you know, I sound like such a big meat eater, but I've had sausage all over the world. And then um, I'm glad your dad's not here. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I just want to point out that was recorded. Yeah. I can anyway. cut that and send it to Willie so no. that he <laughs> has you saying that line. Willie, Willie, <laughs> sausage all over the world. Anywho. Um, I have a, uh, yeah, the, the uh, Danish sausage pulse in, in Sweden, in Spain, uh, like an Iberica sausage or, you know, there's, they're totally in control of that moisture level and how it's going to be when you eat it, whether it's on a bun or, so to me, I, I, it was dry, but I don't think they meant it to be dry, which kind of bugged me. I think it was whatever they do with smoking it, they do it too long. It's just a little bit too long, but I, I liked it. But I didn't love it. it, so I'm sort of in the, uh, in the same way. I'm I'm kind of a five or a six, probably a six. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna not give an, an eight. But. I'm gonna give it an eight, and okay. I'll tell you why. So you guys talked about dryness, and I maybe I got a di like I we all got our own link, right? Our own piece. Maybe yeah. the link that I got was not as dry as yours because I actually thought that it was it it had a nice moistness to it. Interesting. Um, I really uh, liked the counterplay between the casing and the stuffing. I thought there was a nice bite into it but then nice and soft and, and moist on the inside um i the flavor for me was really fantastic but i i really would have liked it to have been spicier um so i think if it had been more moist and if it had been spicier this would be closer to a nine for me maybe even higher than that um and i can't put my finger on what the flavor was either. yeah i, I can't know. describe it i like a little bit of piri piri maybe certainly some cayenne in there somewhere but i could not for the life of me figure out what else was there there was an aspect of it that reminded me of the old school red hots 
you know, the, the packaged meat product that you see at the, the From front. a flavor perspective. Yeah, yeah. the flavor-wise, it was kind of like a Red Hot. Like the, or Hot Rod. Hot Rod! Sorry, hot that's rod. not, not, what the hell's a Red yeah. Hot? A Hot Rod. That's I, what it reminded me of. I immediately thought of Hot Rods. Hot Rod. It's the Hot yeah, Rod flavor is what I would, yeah, Pepperette. Yeah, Pepperette yeah, Hot Rod. Uh, yeah, which has its own dryness and charm. It, do, it does, but even a Hot Rod has like little fat pockets in it. You know, mm -hmm. um, and, I, and this was quite lean. I'm these not, were very lean, for sure. I'm not seeing a description of the sausage anywhere. I never thought I'd say that sentence. Uh, <laughs> anywhere on the... Uh, <laughs> uh, anywhere on... <laughs> it kind of, you know what it also sounds like? It sounds like Clippy. The noise that back in the... That's like the other thing I was in, trying to say. The old school... The old school windows. Yeah, yeah, the old if school windows. If you're in Word and you do something dumb... It's a fanfare. And it's like... For it looks like you're trying to... <laughs> that. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't see any description here of what the uh, sausage is supposed to be. So I don't know what flavor it was. I suppose we could ask, but we're not going to. We're way too lazy. Um, so yeah, I would give it an 8, though. I really did like the sausage. I would eat that sausage again. Jeez. Again, not as sentence as I thought I would say. Uh, let's move on to the next one, and I'm going to go first on this. Uh, it's the wings. Um, I give the wings an eight. I don't think you guys like the wings as much as I did, but I really like those wings. I would eat those wings again. I like a dry wing. I thought that <laughs> Nikki is shaking her head like a three-year-old who's been asked to eat... Brussels sprouts no. and they like, <laughs> want to do it. Yeah. Um, I really liked the dry rub, uh, which was pretty similar to the dry rub that was on the rib. Um, it was the same. Yeah, I thought that the, <laughs> the skin was perfectly crispy. I loved the skin on these wings. Almost as good as um, a deep fried, uh, a, a, a fried, like a Kentucky fried uh, chicken of some variety. Um, it was almost as, not the same uh, style at all, but almost as enjoyable. Like, if somebody were to ask me, how do you like your skin done on a chicken, up until today, I would have said, oh, I love southern fried chicken. That's the way I like to have chicken skin. But this, a, uh, a smoked, dry uh, chicken wing, I really liked the crispy skin on it. Um, liked the dry rub, as I said, but could have been meatier. Um, and I was, okay, look. I know anatomically what a chicken looks like. I know that the wings and the drums and all of that stuff is really all together as one thing and all of that. But normally when you get served chicken wings, you get served split, right? You get served some wings and, and some drumsticks. Mm -hmm. And this was like all one thing. And I was just yeah, like, that's kind of weird. The tip and the drum and the flat was one solid piece. Yeah. That's right. And I did. Yeah. That was kind of weird. It's, it's too big and ungainly. I don't, you kind of got to take it apart to eat it. And I didn't really love that. Um, so I would say an eight on the wings, but I did like them. Uh, uh, Nikki, what did you think of the wings? You know, it's really interesting that you mentioned the fact that it was one solid wing. Cause I didn't even really notice that when we were eating it. But now that you mention it, that was kind of annoying. <laughs> Cause I remember, you know, having to twist it to break it apart. And then as a result of breaking the flat from the drum, the meat just kind of went everywhere. Like it just all pulled off the bone. And then I was like picking out pieces. Like it was like from a straw, like a straw bag or something. Um, so that, that's an interesting point. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. I was shaking my head. No, I, I did not like these wings. I, I really what didn't. Give them? I'm going to give them five. Whoa. Yeah. I, I, uh, I thought they were really basic. Like to me, it was like, you, you know, you take a whole wing, you throw it in the deep fryer for however many minutes. You take it out and you shake some stuff on it. 
that's kind of what it felt like to me. Mm. Like it, it's um, my here. Here's what I wrote at the time. <laughs> Chicken wings had the same sort of rub that was sprinkled on the rib. Huh. Kind of crunchy. Not smoky. Not anything really. Certainly not juicy. A poem by Nikki Ashworth. Yeah. <laughs> That was a haiku. <laughs> Almost a haiku. It wasn't Not quite. Um, yeah, so I just, I, uh, the, the rub that was on them too that, you know, Chris mentioned that he liked, it's not that it was bad to me, it just kind of tasted like flavored salt. Like it was just a very simple seasoning salt kind of flavor. But sometimes to me. simple can be really good, and I like, it, I like dry wings. It wasn't a good, like it just didn't. Do it for me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to announce that this will be the last episode of Smoking <laughs> so the Brisket. <laughs> Nikki and I have disagreed on the wings so differently that we can no longer go on. The dream is over. <laughs> I just I just didn't like them. Joy, yeah. what, what did you think of the wings? Uh, I hear what you're saying. I like the... Uh, that's also a, a style that's... A, a style that I've had mostly in the States, uh, from Buffalo to North Carolina. Um, Japan, uh, Singapore, one piece, just the wing put together. That's a, a, I mean, it's a thing up here, the, the wings cut up. So I mean, I like that. And they were big. They could have been bigger. You can get lots of grades of wing. They, they're just going, they're not going for the tiny ones. They're going for the medium. Yeah, middle so, of the road. Yeah. Sort so of you can sense. definitely get a larger, especially with that little drumstick. Yeah. Um, but they're, um, I like them a lot. I thought I'd give them. I would probably give him a seven or eight. I'd probably wow. give him an eight. Yeah. I, wow. I think it's a dry rub uh, and flour, and they just go boop, and then fry it. And yeah. that's that. Don't touch it. And I kind of like those kind of wings, because I'm not nuts about, you know, Toronto wings and, like, a billion calories of sauce yeah. all over it. Yeah. And I kind of actually would prefer those, especially with lots of cold beer, and I, I like those kind of wings. So I, I, I like them. I thought they were good. Yeah, if somebody was like, let's go out for wings, and you can choose between... Earl's Court Barbecue and Wild Wing. I'm going to Earl's Court Barbecue to have yeah. wings because I don't need to have garlic and Parmesan on my wings. I don't need to have... Like, I used to eat at Wild Wing a fair bit before I understood that that was not very good. Oh, uh, yeah, and, it. yeah, like, oh, we have a hundred sauces! And yeah. it's like, and? None of them are good. You Some of them are bad scary. Sauces. Like weird hot sauces with pickle and scotch bonnet that are just not good. Yeah. yeah. And and they, they call the garlic Parmesan one Garpar. Oh. Which sounds like Garbage an auto parts. <laughs> I was going to say a, a villain yeah, from Star Wars. Is yeah. what I was going to say not Garpar. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Garpar, he needs to be paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he exactly, will over, exactly. overheat us. With, with the wings, for me, it really came down to like I just didn't find them juicy. I just thought everything was dry. It's like the outside was dry, the inside was dry. Uh, you know, I want if, if I'm going to a barbecue restaurant, I want smoky wings. I want juicy, sealed. You know sealed like a little package where I can yeah. bite into them and get that burst of, 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 of uh, moistness. Juice. And, and juice. And it just didn't, it didn't have that I think that a lot me. of things were missing the juice. See, that's why I didn't like the sausage so much. Because a, a dry sausage to me is a different, like that pepperette kind of thing. Yeah. Is a different thing. But it wasn't um, a dry sausage. I don't think that's what they were going for. No, that's what I mean. They yeah. were out of, they weren't controlling the amount of time they were cooking it. So... Um, no, I, yeah, it's interesting. I, I liked that wing, though. I'm glad you liked the wings. I like that I'm style glad, wing. I'm glad somebody liked the Well, wings. let's let's end on two high notes, then. Uh, I want to talk about the coleslaw next. 
mm-hmm. uh, as regular listeners to the pod, regular listeners to the podcast, like that's a thing. My mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> as Nikki's mom would be aware. The Polish um, princess. I'm a huge fan of coleslaw. I like my coleslaw to be creamy. And I like it to be just like my uncle used to make it at Penny's Fish and Chips in Mississauga. And this coleslaw was as close to that as I have ever had. I give the coleslaw a nine. It blew my socks off. <laughs> it was creamy. It had exactly the perfect mix of creaminess and crunchiness. Like you, normally, those two words don't go together. Just like his uncle. <laughs> Wow, no, those 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 words go together. Yeah, uh, it was great. It yeah, was it was. Good. I really so I, I give the coleslaw a nine. Jordy, what did you think? Of I'm right with him. Yeah, I, I I was saying the oil and vinegar stuff. You have to keep making it, otherwise it soaks up the oil. Yeah, and oily cabbage is. Ugh. There's. Can I just say I don't have a word other than what's the bad guy word. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. That's not. It's, a, it's, it, oh that's no. when it's a bad combination of two things. It's a bobcat. It's a bit Trumpish. Oh, it's whoa! A bit Trumpish. whoa. Uh, the, well, the one we had was totally Sigourney. The one we had was crispy and uh, and creamy and yummy. Yes, yeah. it, it was terrific. You could call it's, that a Sigourney. It's gotta no, it be was. a counterpoint because yeah. you're not having cauliflower or you're you're. This is just the side, the counterpoint, and as a counterpoint, perfect. Yeah, perfect counterpoint. It yeah. was really good. Yeah, Nick, I'd give it. I'd probably give it a nine. A nine, Nikki yeah. Coleslaw. They I'm also gonna it. give it a nine. Yeah. Uh, I, I would I would say it's a Sigourney. Uh, what what? <laughs> every time that's funny, mm. I'm just gonna keep laughing. I don't know why. I'm sorry, listeners. Um, the the coleslaw was it's everything you guys said. It had a great texture. It had a, a, a lush creaminess about it. Um, I didn't find it was over seasoned either, which I really liked. Sometimes uh, coleslaw can be too salty, too salty or too peppery. Yes. Yes, and it wasn't those things. Uh, it was really fun to eat, uh, and it was uh, mm-hmm. creamy without being sloppy as well. It wasn't like ultra saturated, but it was definitely more on the wet side of creamy, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, you know, when you were done eating, there was a little tiny puddle of where the coleslaw once lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. the way it should be. Um, or it and, wouldn't be creamy uh, enough if it didn't. I'm not as much of a coleslaw purist, and you know we've talked about this before. I don't, I don't care if it's a vinegar-based one. I like both equally for different reasons. Uh, but uh, for a cream-based one, I was very happy with it. I thought it was quite delicious. So you give it, you give it a nine. I as well. gave it a nine. Nine's all around. The uh, next side would be the mac and cheese. Yes. So, do you want to go? Do you want to go? Who wants to go? First? I'm gonna go mac and cheese, and I'm gonna give the mac and cheese a seven. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It wasn't inspiring. There was a flavor that is, I'm going to guess, a type of cheese that I can't pick out. It wasn't cheddar. I mean, there was cheddar in there, don't get me wrong, but there was another flavor in there that I cannot put my finger on. I do not know what it was. It wasn't disquieting. It just... It, like, it didn't upset me. It just didn't feel like it belonged, for lack of a better term. The uh, the noodles were an, a weird extended elbow. They weren't the, <laughs> they weren't the twisties, but they weren't elbow noodles, which I demand elbow noodles. Um, there wasn't a crust top, which I like, or at least I like the top of a mac and cheese. To I want the mac and cheese to be warm quite warm and I want it to have it either a crust on the top or a nice congealed cheese delivery system to be on the top of the mac and cheese when I dig into it and I didn't get that with this 
Um, I did appreciate that it was thick enough. It was maybe just a little bit on the watery side, like a touch, like a tiny, tiny bit waterier than I would like. Um, but I, I did not like the mac and cheese particularly much, and I want to give the mac and cheese a six. Uh, I did not love it. So, Jordan, what did you think? Or wait, no, Nikki, you go next. What did you Me? think? Me? Oh, mac okay. Um, the, the mac and cheese, uh, it was another one of those indifferent situations for me, kind of like the sausage, where I was like, oh, yeah, mac and cheese, okay, I'll eat that. It's done now. You know, I didn't think much of it at the time. I thought it was fine. I wasn't upset by it. Was it one of the best I've ever had? No, definitely not. Um, but I did feel it was cheesy enough. I felt that the texture was okay. It wasn't oily. It didn't have any weird cheese separation or mealiness that sometimes you could get. Yeah. It wasn't overcoated with breadcrumbs where the texture just becomes sand, you know, because that's another thing that sometimes happens. So texture-wise, I was okay with it. Um, the noodles were <laughs> extended elbows. Like it was bizarre. It's like it wasn't quite. A, it wasn't a twist. I don't know what those types of noodles are called. It wasn't a twist. It wasn't a tradition traditional elbow. It was like the longer part of the arm from the elbow so it's like if you chopped off like from the wrist it was like somebody put a couple to, like, elbows together but in like a non-consistent way elbow yeah maybe um so it still held in the cheese because you know it was it was getting on the inside of that um as a cheese delivery system i thought it was okay i didn't think it was great but i didn't think it was really bad either i'm gonna mm. give it a seven all right jordan mac and cheese yeah toronto is a town with a lot of good mac and cheese yes it is and uh, to me, mac and cheese, yeah, one job. Barbecue, mac and cheese. So I think it should be done in its own container, finished in its own container, because it's going to be a side. It's not just taking a spoonful and schlopping it in like a, you know, an army mess lunch. So I'd, I'd prefer to see it maybe, you know, more an individual baked pan. I will say that the, the mac and cheese that we had at Beach Hill is made in a large container mm -hmm. and doled out into smaller styrofoam, styrofoam, styrofoam containers. containers, but the flavor is so overwhelmingly ridiculous. Did you have to cut my legs right off in front of everybody? Yes. <laughs> uh, but, but, but to your point, what you end up with is because that mac and cheese at Beach Hill is so thick... Yeah. And perfect that it kind of almost comes out like it was like it was like individually it was portioned, way, right? Yeah. So, so I get what you're saying. You're absolutely right. That, that I, well, I, I think it's up to you if you do do things ahead of time. Like if you're making your roux, your sauce, and you have your cheddar and whatever Monterey or whatever you like to put in mac and cheese. Like they're doing a ton of it and then putting it together and baking it. Like they're not they're not um, shredding cheese into the bechamel or what have you, and then putting it together a lot of places do that and I, I yeah it ends up separating the and it gets oily which is nasty mm -hmm. yeah I didn't think it was too bad I, I thought it was yeah I was sort of indifferent I think it's okay I'd probably I'd give it a five or a six I'd probably give it a six but but to me I'd have to really notice it to give it a seven eight nine uh, you know it'd have to be amazing quick shout out to yeah. the people at 120 diner on church street um, which is a music and comedy venue on Church Street. Uh, Mac and cheese. They they have actually a combo platter that you can get, which I ate last oh, Friday for dinner, and it was a thing of mac and cheese, which was heavenly, and on top of it, a slab of meatloaf. Oh, so homey. It was really oh. good. So, so shout homey. out to the people at 129. Uh, and you bringing up the baked mac and cheese in its own container is what reminded me of that. Because, yeah, mm. I do think that is the way that, that ought to be done. 
Well, you know. Yeah, it works or it doesn't work. You're absolutely right. And it could be uh, like you'd make it at home sometimes in a big thing and it's and it's fine, outrageously yeah. perfect. I want to I want to say the beach hill mac and cheese you, they, they could serve that in an individual like an individual piece of 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 noodle with sauce around it in like a breadcrumb style leading me through a forest and I would eat it. Where did he go? Like a pigeon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's entirely likely that Old that bird. mac and cheese will lead me to my death at some point in time in it one was, way or it another. It was very decadent. As it very does. Very flavorful. As yeah. it wants to do. So let's go burnt ends. Yeah. Yeah. Jordy, what did you think of the burnt ends? Um, I think I'm going back to your earlier comment that they were a little bit... Um, the soft they were kind of like tater tots um but there was good flavor i'd like a little bit more crispiness kind of like you're stealing something in the kitchen that uh, didn't get served and you know you want it and um they were i've actually never had them like that like chunks mm -hmm. i've had asked for it and they yeah, put not it, that big mm -hmm. yeah they were mm -hmm. like almost pre-prepped you know uh pc chunks with a sweet sauce yeah yeah they were they they were yummy they were delish what we, number what good you, with a cold beer I'd give him a seven. Okay. Yeah, I'd give him a seven. Okay. Yeah. Um, out of the meat things I consumed tonight, that was when, because we, we ordered it after. So we, we got mm -hmm. the main platter, which was designed for, they said, uh, two Canadians or 2.3 Americans. So wasn't it the other way around, two Americans or 2.4 Canadians? I think it'd be the other way, yeah. Two, two Canadians and, sure, no, two Canadians and 2.3. Oh, no, you're right. It was the other way around. Feeds doi, two Americans doi. or 2.4 Canadians. Yes, and Canadians would eat two Americans for every one. The, the, anyhow, <laughs> that's the math. Um, sorry, I totally fucked it up and got it wrong. Um, no, the hot okay. pork belly came. Yeah, and, so we and so we got the, the second yeah. we got the second pork belly. We so we got the the one platter and we decided, you know what, let's get a little bit more of certain things that we wanted to try. Um, and we got the Bernens as part of that. Um, and when they came out and I ate them, I think at one point I turned to Chris and I said something like, "This is what I wanted." or this is what I was looking forward to because yeah. it was just, I wasn't like as disappointed, you know? It was like I was eating something that I was enjoying. I would not describe them as burnt ends. Um, I would not describe them as burnt ends. That's not what they were. To me, they were like... Barbatots. They were, they were like meaty chunks, like beefy meaty chunks with rendered fat uh, that were tossed like really saturated in sauce right like super super dripping with a sticky sweet sauce um but i liked them i they had flavor i was getting what i wanted right like what i mean by that what is was like, lacking in flavor what was in lacking in flavor things. in the other stuff this had they were warm for one like they they had the right temperature for me mm -hmm. they had um flavor because they were heavily sauced mm -hmm. they had the fat I agree the fat could have been, like, and this is why I don't think of them as burnt ends. There was nothing burnt, right? There was no end. Like, I, it almost seems like they were, like, you mentioned, um, Jordy, that, you know, they might have been, like, pre-cut. And, like, I don't know if they came off the end of something. I mean, who knows? Like, I'm not sure, right? But it was just a very unique way of presenting burnt ends and, and serving burnt ends. And I liked them. I did. I they, they made me happy. It was like the only meat dish I had there where I was really satisfied with what I was eating. They were also very rich, so I couldn't eat a lot of it because it was a lot of sauce. It was a lot of fat. It was a lot of meat. But I really liked them. Um, I would give them a seven. Okay. I'm going to give them a nine. 
The only thing that stops me from giving them a 10 is that they were too saucy, and they definitely could have been crispier. Mm -hmm. So the burnt end is, I had to look this up to confirm it, uh, but I was pretty sure I was right, and I was. Trust your instincts, Melito. Um, but it is part of the point half of a smoked brisket is what the burnt end is supposed to be. And I can't say for sure. I don't want to accuse anyone of anything, but I don't think this was from that part of the meat, or no. maybe it's, it was. It but looked different from other other burnt, burnt ends, ends that have had in yeah. the past. Yeah. So they're they're probably cutting that part of the of the uh, uh, the brisket. Uh, in different shapes than what we're used to, perhaps. Um, but it doesn't didn't have the bark on it that I would have liked to have seen with a burnt end. Um, so like I said, not as crispy as I would have liked. Uh, and too much sauce, but the fat content was perfect. Uh, and the flavor was just overwhelming. I had one of those, oh my gosh, moments when I ate this. So I do want to give it a 9 because I did really like the burnt ends and I would absolutely eat burnt ends at that place again. I do have a feeling, though, that Almost every time I've had burnt ends, I've liked them um, <laughs> a lot. So I have a feeling that one day I'm going to go somewhere else to, other than the other places that I've already been, especially somewhere in Kansas City where burnt ends are, are most well known for. Um, and I'm going to have something there and it's just going to be like, oh, this is what burnt ends are supposed to be. And two things will happen simultaneously. All the other burnt ends I've had in the past will lower in my estimation and I'll probably die from overload of, of senses because if burnt ends are this good... <laughs> And they're not being done right? How good can they be done? <laughs> and how can my brain handle that? So that's my thought on the burnt ends. Let's do our... Um... Oh, wait, did... Yeah. Oh, you did? Oh, you did. You went first on the burnt ends, right? Did you? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow, I'm really spacey right now. No, you're not. You're doing I, fine. I blame Enya. Can't remember everything. <laughs> that's all the food, though, right? We have cleared... That uh, is all I believe the... so. Let me let me just check my I'm notes sure, to make sure, sure I didn't miss everything. anything. Uh, and we did give a shout out to the sauces. Yeah, I, I do sauces really want to emphasize good. amazing sauces. They yeah. really good. Server was fantastic. We really liked our server. She was great. She was, and she was really sweet, yeah. um, talkative. Yeah. Um, yeah, the owner was, slash bartender nice. was a little bit extra, but that's okay. I I would say wise. my my opinion, and you know, this is something I, I was I was thinking about. Um, I would I would like to say that I felt. A little surprised with um, certain things that that particular person said to us it seemed a little bit too familiar for me um, uh, you know when you meet somebody for the first time you don't know anything about them you don't know you know where they came from their politics what they've lived through etc yeah. you know who they are and I just felt like um, maybe um, some of the commentary was a little out of the blue for a little me? familiar, I think, is the right word. A little, I think you used a little that. too familiar, um, and I was a little surprised by that. Yeah. But counterpoint to that, though, the, the server we had was excellent. She was fantastic. She was took, lovely. Took good care of us. Yeah. Um, overall impressions of the restaurant, and uh, same thing, zero to ten on a scale of dirty used napkins. Uh, let's have our guest diner, Jordy Miller, go first. Jordy, what what do you give the whole restaurant experience? Well, I'm a teacher. I evaluate a lot. Um, so for me to be fair, I know I'm not supposed to use a 0.5, but I'd go 6.5. I'm not quite a 7, and a 6 is a bit brutal, but I can't okay. say much more because well, no, I've had better... The difference between a 60 and a 70 yeah. is significant, especially in marketing. So if I'm grading this place um, at a college grade, um, I would actually give them a 69. Okay. <laughs> okay, old... <laughs> As the kids are saying these I'm days, still in love with that whenever someone says 69, an angel, you have to say, nice. Nice. That's what the kids are 
Do they? Yeah. Kids today. Really? Kids today. Oh. Kids today. Yeah, I, I think it deserves that. From my mind. I right. Although, so what, it was that, fun, a, and I enjoyed eating there, and it was a blast. Is that but. a C in college? No, that's a um, C+. Plus. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Almost a B. All right. Nikki? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's funny, because I... I, like, normally I discourage the point fives as well, and I, I told him that earlier. But I, I would say six point five as well because I, I don't think a six is fair, uh, but I, I don't think a seven is necessarily accurate for the way I feel. Um, it's uh, you know it had a lot of fun aspects. I I kind of liked that the decor was kind of you know a little out there. You know like. It was it was it was fun and it kind of embraced the campiness of being like a barbecue restaurant with the flames and the ribbons and all that stuff. Uh, the server was was very very lovely. Um, there were some good hits in there for me, right? There were some truly good things, um, but there were things that were lacking for me too. So I think it's fair to say, you know, more than a passing grade, um, but uh, nothing to write home to. Nothing about. nothing to show off your mom too with you know your grade i'm giving it a seven um i'm giving it a seven because there were some hit some highlights as nikki said the the burnt ends the coleslaw um the sausage for me the wings uh really were pretty good pork belly as well everything else was was mostly uninspired and that's what pulls it down and and could potentially make it a six I, i gotta say i can't leave this out i'm disappointed that it's not wheelchair accessible unless there's something i'm missing and we didn't see a back entrance or something along those lines that that's really disappointing for me you know as a person who has a family member who's in a wheelchair um and by necessity requires that places be um accessible and the literally tens of thousands of Ontarians who are in that same boat and potentially could be going to this restaurant. I, I have to mention that as being, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not okay with that. Um, Those buildings too. That's a Toronto classic. At, yeah. at Eglinton, there's tons of them. Mm-hmm. Like, and then just also, completely impossible yeah, unless there's an elevator basement, surface. Yeah. Yeah. Parliament has a couple of them too. Yeah. Yeah. Not too yeah. far from you. Yeah. Parliament yeah. has a couple like that. Um, Eglinton yeah, has, north, has that as well. Northwest yeah. side of, Eglinton, Young Young Street, Col- above yeah. Eglinton. College that like one area, it's been torn down though. Mm. That's that's been yeah. kiboshed where the EB Games or whatever used to be. I right. know I know that section you're talking about where the Popeyes was. That's all been torn out. But yeah, there's a, like there's that. some of them on College and some of them on Blur as well too. But it yeah, is it mostly, is a Toronto thing. It's too, definitely a for Toronto. Sure. Yeah, Chinese um, places and Dundas and so on. That's right. Yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I will say Toronto buildings. Um, one thing they did do that I've never seen in a barbecue restaurant, which I I did kind of like, was they used paper straws. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I've never seen that in, in in particularly a barbecue restaurant. You know, like. I think a lot more restaurants are, are choosing to use paper straws. I know A&W recently switched all throughout Canada, and I believe the States as well, to paper straws. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a small change, but it can make an impact. And, it, and, it, and it, was, it was nice to see that because, you know, uh, some other barbecue places, they give you plastic cutlery and everything's thrown away. And, you know, so it was nice at least that there was one thing that wasn't going to just be chucked. The Bard had a lot of beers on tap. And I will give them super credit for that because there was like 14 beers on tap or something like that. Which they did great. have a lot of beers they on tap. A lot That's of right. beers on tap, and just they had a lot of like, in like fun but not terribly complicated um, cocktails as well. Like they did have the the cherry cola with bourbon and grenadine in it. So I didn't have a straw. Some... Did you? Did oh, you, you get a straw? How was the how was the uh, bourbon cherry cola? Did you it was like that? Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The cherry cola, which is what uh, we um, Nikki and I had the uh, virgin cherry cola. That was that was pretty good. It was good. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I guess that's that's pretty much it. We don't have much else to say on that. No, um, and there's no barbecue. No oh, barbecue news. You know, one thing. Wait, one thing oh, we forgot to. You yes. know what? I, I know where Nikki's going with you this. You know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Nikki's, Nikki's, Nick, Nikki's, Nick, Nick, Nikki's bean minute, bean minute. Oh, beans. There were no beans, guys. That was Nikki's beans minute, beans minute, beans minute, beans minute. Oh, beans. <laughs> Uh, Nikki, do the social media again. All right, you know, I so, keep saying so for you to grab your pens, and I'm never going to memorize this. I'm going to say this right now. I read this every single time because it's yeah. so goddamn convoluted because all the names were taken on different social media. It's okay. It's okay. It's I'm okay. angry about it. Nothing Relax. matches. Relax. We look like hacks. But we are hacks. So okay, so. that's her. Okay, good point. Actually, touche. That shut me right up. All right. Two local morons. That's, yes, you're right. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I had a, I had a moment of feeling something, perhaps pride. Um, at Twitter, we're at Smoke Brisket. Instagram, Smoky Brisket Podcast. On Facebook, we're at Smoky Brisket. And our website is smokyandthebrisket.podbean.com. So for, for our guest diner, Jordy Miller, Jordy, thank you for uh, joining us. That was a lot of fun. Thank you. Love you guys. It was great. Thank, thank you for the experience. You. I learned a lot, and I admire you both. Thank you very oh, much. Gosh, we appreciate thank you. that. Oh, well, it's very nice. I'm getting pet, petted, petted inside here. And I'm Chris Melito, and with me as always is... Nikki Ashworth. Mm. Have a nice night.